Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where the craze over the new fruits this year made it to the front page of the Wall Street Journal, including a quote from our own Naomi Nachman. Yes, uh, it seems that the only person who did not know how much Naomi spent on her new fruits was her husband, Tzvi, but I would imagine that the cat is now out of the bag. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch, wishing everyone a Shana Tova and a Gmar Chatima Tova and a special shout out to Yoni, who is sitting in for Avrami this morning. Hello, hello. Shana Tova. And to thee. What's going on, Houston? How was Yantif? Yantif was great. How was Muncie? Muncie, huh? <laughs> Muncie, what an experience. Exactly like Houston? Uh, not quite. Not so much. Do you have but sidewalks? Still, Do you have sidewalks in Houston? We have sidewalks in Houston, yeah, and they're just building sidewalks. There's a big hawk over at Rosh Hashanah. The, oh, they're the building sidewalks. sidewalks in Muncie? Mm-hmm. Wow. Apparently, it's been taking a while. Well, yeah. And the construction as well. So. Right. I um, I was at a bar mitzvah last Shabbos, and we walked home Friday night, and people we were walking home with, she put on all these reflector mm-hmm. belts and whatever, and I looked at her and I go, honey, this isn't New Jersey. I wore it. When in Muncie. You, you know did? What one in Muncie. Yeah, those are, and they, there are shuls, if I'm not mistaken, that have bins of them when you exit the shul and you like recycle them as a community. So you wear one. That's home. nice. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Didn't see it, but that's nice. Well, man, I don't know that they come in, you know, Pollock size. Right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's they true. don't, they don't come in your size. Uh, coming to you from the home of the Nahum Seagull Network on the beautiful Lower East Side. It is gorgeous, w- gorgeous weather. Um, I thank everyone for joining me. And as Nahum continues to mention every morning on JM the AM, spend the day with us. Listen to all the program that we have scheduled. It's really quite impressive, and we have a lot of unbelievable talents. And, uh, you know, Yoni, by the way, shout out to you and all your friends at Bite Size. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the show's really coming together. I listened to it yesterday. Everything seems to be, you know, tweaked and whatever. I'm working yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's, I think we're a month in now. Uh, oh, my gosh. Still still learning a few things, but it's been great. But that's the way it goes. Exactly. That's the way it goes. And when you stop learning, you might as well hang it up and never do it again. You always <laughs> yeah. got to keep learning. You always got to keep tweaking. And there are a bunch of new voices that we'll be hearing after Yantif who will also be contributors. Uh, throughout the entire year. Yeah, there you go. That's also part of the plan, right? Just as the year continues, we're just going to bring in more, more people, more voices, more personalities. Yep. It's bigger the better. The bigger the better. Amazing. So even it's though not, we're bite sized, even, still was, the bigger family joke. size. Exactly. Family know? size. Seagull family size? Uh, or, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, please follow us on Twitter, Nachum Seagull Net, all one word. Miriam L. Wallach, also all one word. It's a fortune cookie. Yoni had a little bit trouble picking this one simply because uh, the other ones were broken. Yep. There were a lot of broken ones. but This I'm, is a big fortune. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous for you because sometimes when the pressure's been on, my last one was good, if I recall. I know, but this is the first fortune of the year. Of the year. Wow. All right. I picked it as if there was no pressure, so maybe. Oh, so it's like that. Who was that figure skater? That American figure skater who was like, you don't even know what figure I'm talking about. Figure skater's not. All right, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. it. Was the Olympics, and she was like fifth going into the into the medal round, and she did not think Didn't there was a realize. chance. So she just like let it all out there, and she ended up scoring the highest and winning gold. All right. Yeah, Nachum That's basically this. what I went for. That's You should always be going for gold. <laughs> okay, here we go. Act always in a way to do good. All right, very SR Smith, two of you. All nice right, message. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nailed it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yesterday, by the way, was World Teachers Day. I just want to shout out to teachers yesterday. My mom. Your mom and me in a former life. Jamie, I don't feel like I got any do anything yesterday. 
<laughs> for those people who don't know, in a former life, Jamie was my student. Or I was Jamie's teacher, depending on the way you look at it. What does your mom teach? Judaics. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. What grades? I think all. I mean, she taught me in seventh grade. <laughs> she did? Yeah, that was an interesting year. You and your brother? Me and my brother, yeah. Yes, not too many classes there in Houston. You were all the <laughs> yeah, three of you. Oh my gosh, Jamie, did you know this? Get in here. Wait a minute. I, I mean, shoot, this is a whole show in and of right? itself. <laughs> to think you've been working here a year and we didn't know this. Yeah, my mom taught me. It was. Uh... What did you call her? What did I call her? I think it depended on my mood. Well, that I, sounds I ne- like a seventh grade boy called... now, doesn't it? Yeah, right. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I ever <laughs> called her mom in class, though. Yes, Mrs. Pollock. I still call her Mrs. Pollock sometimes in the you house. You should always. Okay, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I was I was with my niece yesterday, who I taught in sixth grade, and everyone was like, "What did you call her?" And she's like, "I called her Mrs. Wallach." I'm like, "Yeah." She called me Mrs. Wallach even when she wasn't in my class anymore for like the year after when she was in seventh grade. She couldn't get out of her system. But then I told everybody that I threatened to fire you if you ever call me Mrs. Wallach in the studio. Exactly. I was talking to Jamie then. Yoni, you can call me Mrs. Wallach anytime you want. Uh, It's American Libraries Day. It's Ecological Debt Day. I don't know what that means, Um, but it sounds sounds serious. It's Jackie Mayer Rehab Day, Mad Hatter Day, and National German American Day. We did have a Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Jamie's right. Yay, Jamie! Yeah, that's a flashback moment to yesterday when it was World Teachers Day. Um, also, by the way, yesterday was World Kale Day. So if you didn't celebrate yesterday because of the tonus, because of the fast, and you didn't want to break your fast on kale, feel free to celebrate every other day of the year. Don't be making that face I at don't me. think I've ever celebrated Kale Day. There's nothing not to celebrate. Kale is amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't get kale in Israel. Really? What are you going to do? I'm going to take one for the team and go anyway. Wow. Yeah, I know. Because you know what? Going to Israel trumps even kale. Yeah, you're a warrior. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, we're going to start in a few minutes. Joanna Shebson joins us from Fun in Jerusalem. The interesting thing about Joanna Shebson, Yoni, is that she's also a contributor of yours on Bite Size. Yeah, she was on a few weeks ago, had a uh, interview with Rabbi Slifkin and Chef Moshe Basson about an event, at a, a dinner going on at the Nash, at the Biblical Museum in Beit Shemesh right. coming up over... I think it's over Holomoid. Yeah, I think so. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, check out the Bite Size Archives. Yeah. Give it a listen. And we're going to hear about that now. Joanna Shepson joins us on the line from Israel. Shana Tova to you. Shana Tova, Miriam. How are you doing? Thank God. I cannot complain. I cannot complain. I just want to say that I think that the website, funinjerusalem.com, is looking more spectacular every single day. It looks like a lot of fun. It really is. But I have to say it's because there are more and more kids and family-oriented activities. So there's so much for me to write about that uh, it's it's fabulous. It really is fabulous to think. I mean, how long ago did you start this? Six years ago? Seven years ago? It's about seven years ago, I just started blogging, and, and then it turned into the site it is today about two and a half years ago. It's incredible. Kol HaKavod to you. It really is just... It's one of those ideas that you just ran with and look at it now. It is. It certainly is a fixture in family travel to Israel. That is 100% true. So remind me for a second when this event with um, Rabbi Slifkin and uh, the chef, what's his name again? Remind me. Moshe Basson. Right. When, remind me when this event is happening. So it's on Thursday, October 13th, and it's the Exotic Biblical Dinner. And it's taking place at the Museum of Biblical Natural History, which is in Beit Shemesh. It's Rabbi Slifkin's museum. Is it kid-friendly or just adult-friendly? Oh, definitely adult-friendly. Definitely adult-friendly. There are even some adults who might not be able to handle what's going to be served. 
But um, for those who are brave enough, it will be fascinating. Wow. Is it something for the vegetarian listener? Absolutely not. (laughs) That's for sure. As the rabbi himself said, there are some people who are locust intolerant, like his wife. So in that case, they won't have dessert. Locust intolerant. You know, I've heard of lactose-free and gluten-free, and now we have have locust-free. That's... um, Exactly. That's pretty interesting. Okay, so to sign, and all the things that we're discussing can all be found if you, by going to funinjerusalem.com. Yes, so we've got a calendar at funinjerusalem.com slash calendar. You can see every single day what's going on and click on each event, and it'll give you all the details and how to reserve and phone numbers and everything you need to know. What is new this year besides that crazy dinner, which sounds like that's not something they could pull off annually? What else is going on this Sukkot in Israel and in Yerushalayim specifically that is unusual or that we haven't seen in previous years? So this is my favorite question because I find that every Chag there, everyone's trying to come up with something brand new, and there is something new all the time. Um, right now, I would say one of our new activities that's going to be really exciting is a Shook Gallery Night Scavenger Hunt um, created by Tali and she from Israel Scaventures. And basically at night when the different Bastas close their Bastas, I don't know the English word for that. Right. Is that a um, stall? A stall, yes. <laughs> when they close their stalls and they pull down the uh, metal doors in front of their stalls, right. there's a, an artist, a mural named Solomon Suiza, who's who's drawn, who's painted murals on each one, and each mural represents a different part of Israeli history. And so she's crafted a scavenger hunt that takes place, going looking at these different murals and learning about the history behind them. That's incredibly cool. I saw an article a little while ago about the the painting of these murals and the spray paint and, and um, just the fascination with these murals in the first place. But I didn't realize that it had, it had been incorporated into a tourist opportunity. Yes. And the truth is the Shuk in general has become a really happening place at night. Lot, there are a lot more restaurants now and bars there. And so this scavenger hunt kind of gives a family an opportunity. Sometimes you want, you're looking for a night activity and your kids are still wide awake because of jet lag. This is a great activity. So it's happening on Wednesday the 19th on Cholamoid, but you can also book your own private night hunt any day you want. And when, what, I'm going to, this might sound completely crazy, but what does night mean in the Shuk? Like what time are we really talking about? Is that 10 o'clock? Is that 9 o'clock? Well, this is, no, this is scheduled for 8.30. So oh. my guess is that by 8, most of the stalls are closing down. Oh, got it. Okay, very interesting. All right, well, that's good to know. So tell me what else we have going on this uh, Cholomoid. Um, We also have an amazing race, a competition between families that's going to be put on by the One Family Fund. And it's a competition involving go-karting, outdoor training, wall climbing, laser tag, paintball. And it takes place on October 19th, which is Wednesday. Um, it's outside Jerusalem, but they're providing transportation because they'd really love families that are visiting to come and partake in the day. And obviously, a lot of the money raised goes towards helping families that have been victims of terror. You know, I, we, I miss the Big Bamboo exhibit that was at the Israel Museum. That was a phenomenal exhibit, not only because it was so much fun, but also because it was an activity that spanned generations. You could go with your grandparents. You could go with the little kids. I mean, it was fun for everybody. What kind of an activity? I, I would I would hear that the Shook activity is probably something you can do of all ages. I'm not sure that the one family activity on the 19th is something you can do, again, multi-generational. But what besides the Shook 
something almost akin to how great and how how versatile the bamboo exhibit was is some is an activity that you can do both from grandparents to grandchild. Well, I would say um, the Israel Museum also this year is hosting a kite festival, which they used to host in the summer, and it's now become a Sukkot festival. So it's an all-day event themed around kites. So the beginning is workshops that are on levels of, you know, it can, there can be kids' workshops for making kites and also adult workshops. And in the afternoon at 4 o'clock, professional kite flyers are coming out. And if you can imagine over the Shrine of the Book, oh, wow. seeing, you know, massive colorful kites, it's a stunning it's beautiful. It's and a what, great place, and that's great for all ages. No, that sounds fantastic. What days are those? That is on October eighteenth. That is on October eighteenth, and all and you have to buy tickets to all of this stuff in advance, right? Um, th- this you actually don't have to, and the museum entrance is free for kids. But I would tell you, this is one of those things where you should not plan to drive. You should plan to take a taxi and get there early. Why? Because there, there'll be. I remember once going to the kite festival with my kids, and we had to park like on the other side of the Knesset. Oh. So it's, it's packed. <laughs> Got but, it. Um, but it's worth, it's, you know, once you walk in, the Israel Museum campus is so huge, it doesn't matter how many people are there. Got it. Okay, that's really very cool. And it, is Pat Bamelech doing something interesting this Sukkot? Pat Bamelech, thank God, has been so successful that unfortunately they had to turn people away for Cholomoid because all of their workshops are full. But oh. they do have workshops going on on Isru Chag. And um, they, they won't be running workshops on any of the Arab Shabbos, Arab Chag, because they're also a fully functioning bakery. So in order to be able to make everybody's challahs for Yontif, they're not going to be able to be running workshops on the Arab Chag. But um, they've done a f- fantastic job, and everyone who goes really loves it. And that's another good multi-generational activity, because parents can, and children can all enjoy learning about bread baking and the history of biblical bread. That sounds like a lot of fun. Are there gluten-free opportunities in Pat Bamelech? Um, that's a good question. I'm going to have to ask Devorah and get back to you. But I'm sure that she, she is open to anything. So the, the, fact, the bakery itself has gluten. It wouldn't be something that never touches gluten, but there may be breads they have that don't have gluten in them. That would be, that would be very interesting to the, that sect, that, uh, that part of our listenership as well. Um, you also mentioned, by the way, uh, on the website, the 10 travel apps you need when you are flying to Israel. I always notice when... Um, whether it's the New York Times travel section or different travel magazines, there's always a section now in integrating or making sure that your phone, your smartphone, is as up-to-date as it needs to be for your destination. So I wonder, and I I thank you for the nod to our programming here, um, as it is included on the screen, the JM and the AM app and Nahum Siegel Network, of course, included in that. And I appreciate that. And I would agree with you that traveling anywhere without that app is just plain silly. But talk to me about some of the other apps that you feel are necessary for a successful trip to, to Israel. Well, I think the number one app I would tell you that you've got to have, which might sound funny if you're coming from the New York area, but it's Get Taxi. Um, up until now, Uber has really not gotten, is not strong whatsoever, especially in Jerusalem. And Get Taxi is the app you need to call a cab at any time, and you're able to choose, do you want a regular cab? Do you want a luxury cab? Do you want a cab with a car seat? Do you want a cab that is Mahadran, which means you know the driver doesn't drive on Shabbat? Or a cab, you know, a minivan or a bigger van? So it gives you a lot of different options, and it's the best way to catch a cab quickly and know that your driver is a driver that 
GetTaxi has vetted, and you have all the driver's information on your app. What happened that Uber didn't take off? I think there are certain like legal issues, and I think that it's not going to be, be so simple in Israel for an average person to sign up to be a driver, and then there are going to be tax issues for that person. There's security issues. Mm. It's not so simple. And as my husband mentioned to me on Shabbos, he said, a lot of Israelis don't drive very nice cars. So do you want your Uber driver picking you up in a rundown car? Do you, <laughs> if it's someone who's got a fancy car, chances are he doesn't need to be an Uber driver. Got it. Oh, that's an interesting point. That's a very interesting point. Um, Joanna Shepson from FunInJerusalem.com and a contributor to Bite Size here at the Nachum Siegel Network joins us from Jerusalem. I want to, um, because we are so censored around Jewish music, let's talk for a second about all the different concerts that are going on. A lot of great music. A lot of great music. We've got um, Mordechai Ben David and Ohad are having a concert at the Tower of David, which is my favorite location for a concert, mixing the ancient and the new. Um, that concert's benefiting Sulam, um, which provides support to children with disabilities. Okay, great. And that's on tu- Tuesday night mm-hmm. of Cholomoyed. And then on Thursday night of Cholomoyed, Hatzalah has their annual concert, which is always a huge success with Avram Fried, Yitzchak Meir Helfgott, and Lipa Schmelzer. And that's at Binyaneha Uma. And rumor has it that Matzei Shabbos, um, Shabbos Cholomoyed, there is a Benny Friedman concert as well. Oh, I don't even have that information yet, but I'll have to get it. Oh, see, see, it's good to know people. Yeah, that's. But I'll tell you, you give me your, you, you give me your tips from New York. I'll give you my tips from Jerusalem. If you're interested in coming here and really experiencing the local culture and and being at a local Israeli concert, the place to be is Zappa, Jerusalem. Yeah, tell me what is, that is. I love Zappa. It's a it's a kosher restaurant slash bar. It's a concert venue. You come in. To whatever time the concert starts, you arrive an hour or an hour and a half before, and there's a full um, menu of meat dishes and vegetarian dishes that you can choose from. The seating is all around tables, and it's like being in an intimate concert setting, and you have the best of the best coming to perform there. So this Sukkis, you have Yehuda Pollocker, Shuli Rand, Amir Dadon, Natan Goshen, and some of the performances are more, let's say Yehuda Pollocker, you know, many Americans know who he is whereas some of the more Israeli bands tourists don't know about. But it's just, it's a great environment. No smoking, nice, clean environment. They do have a bar, but nobody gets drunk. It's just a really, it's an even family-friendly place to go. It is. That was going to be my next question. Is it family-friendly? Yes, and it is the place I choose to go every year with my friends for my birthday. Oh, wow. All right. Well, yeah. that's a real, by the way, that's a real uh, gold star then for that, for that location. That's a big deal. We saw Ehud Banai there last year. Yeah. Ah, that's very cool. By the way, when is the, is the Sukkot Family Guide out yet? The Sukkot Family Guide just went to the printers today. It'll be in all the different hotels around Jerusalem um, right before Yom Kippur. And there'll be an online version of the guide, which, if everything goes well, should be live already by tomorrow afternoon. Unbelievable. So tomorrow afternoon, meaning Arab Shabbat, or? Um, tomorrow afternoon, let's say Arab Shabbat. That gives me a little bit of breathing space. There you go, yeah. Arab Shabbat. Okay, so <laughs> Arab Shabbat here in New York. You can check out funinjerusalem.com, but you can also go on the website now and sign up to receive it in your inbox. Exactly. And then there's one other event I want to tell you about. Yeah, I please. Think it's, it's really special, and it's something I got involved in um, from the beginning. We're, we're going to be having a Shop Israel Fair in Mamilla, and it's taking place 
if you go into the indoor section of Mamilla, where the gap is, there's a staircase that takes you down to minus one. Of course, right I know outside, where this is. Yes. <laughs> right outside the I Am Jerusalem Theater. And we're bringing a whole bunch of different local brands and people who have products that are made in Israel and people who are like friends of mine, colleagues of mine who've like built businesses based on a dream. So we've got Sky Green, who has sure. modest fashion for teens and women. Um, the new campaign, which produces all these really cool shirts with, with different messages and different, um, yeah, what's the word there? <laughs> messages and images or motto? Messages. The, the new campaign, which um, has shirts that have very important messages okay. embodied in the shirt. Okay. Um, Keep a mania. It's basically, it's going to be a place you can go to buy all those souvenirs you and all those things you think of. Oh, when I get to Israel, I'm going to buy that. Okay. It's all going to be there. And it's on one day. It's on Friday of Holomoid from 10 to 3. Come down there. Say hi. I'll be there. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And we actually were going to donate some of the proceeds to pantry packers to help feed um, some of the needy people in Israel. That's on Wednesday the 19th? It's on Friday the Friday. 21st. Ah, Friday the 21st, Erev Shabbos. Okay, great. So Shabbos is, Shabbos is getting earlier anyway, so this is a perfect opportunity to get it all done. Whose concept was that? Because that's really great. So the idea started off with Sky Green, um, my friend Sophie Sklar, and she basically f- said, you know, let's, let's find a way to showcase some of the locals and all the hard work we're doing. Let's showcase it to the tourists who are coming. And I thought it was just such a great idea. And that's I fantastic. Am Jerusalem got right behind it and said, we want to host it. And you should do it in the lobby outside our theater. Um, and I Am Jerusalem, by the way, is a four-dimensional movie where you sit down in seats that move, and it's probably more than 4D. That's Many really D. cool. And that's... <laughs> where you feel it, smell it, move with the show, and, and it's a, a movie about Jerusalem. Unbelievable. It sounds like it sounds like Yuntif is going to be packed, and Chalmoy is going to be packed, and it also sounds like i got to make reservations at Zappa before Yuntif starts. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. And Zappa, you can just go on to their um, website. It's zappa-club.co.il. Well, they're also, if I'm not mistaken, oh, I see. what. Okay, I got it. I got it. There's a Zappa app, actually. Maybe we should add that to the top 10 apps you have to have if you come to Jerusalem. Well, if you think it's necessary, then I will do so, Joanna. That's the most most important thing. By the way, you can also go to Joanna's website, funinjerusalem.com, and under the latest post section... Uh, the first one up there is behind the scenes of the exotic biblical dinner from Bite Size. That was the segment that Joanna did for Bite Size and that we discussed at the beginning of the interview. So you don't want to miss that. So I want to thank you, first of all, for being a contributor on Bite Size. It's truly a pleasure to have you on board. And also for joining us today, it sounds like this, it just sounds like Sukkot 2016 is going to be even more spectacular than previous years. Yeah, it really is. There's so much going on. But I, I do need to just make a personal call out to uh, my nephew, Gavi Steinleff, who's going to be coming to Israel to celebrate his bar mitzvah. Mazal tov. Mazal tov to the entire family. I, I, I hope he booked his, his stuff through you. Oh, yes. Okay. Of course. Baruch Hashem. That is good. All right. Shana tovah to you. And looking forward to hearing much more from Fun in Jerusalem. Thank you so much. Thank you Hug so much. Yeah, and to you. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Let's go through the lineup for the rest of the day so you know what to expect, what to look forward to, and certainly what not to miss. A full afternoon of programming begins right after That's Life. It's the live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time, goes till 1 p.m., 
followed by Throwback Thursday, all here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Do not miss Jam in the AM tomorrow morning, especially at 7.40 a.m. when Malcolm Holmline joins Nachum for the weekly update. Do not miss a moment. And at the conclusion of Jam in the AM, it is a brand new edition of Table for Two with our famous world-class journalist, Naomi Nachman, featured again on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. If you missed that, check it out. That was a huge story about the new fruits. And Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull, Motzei Shabbat, starting at 9 p.m. Matis hosts JM Sunday, Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We're finishing with Ohad's Lamelech, not only a shout-out to the Rosh Hashanah davening, but also... Because, as we mentioned, Ohad and MBD will be featured in an unbelievable concert at the Tower of David Tuesday night of the first night for uh, us Chutznikim, who will be spending Yuntif in the Holy Land. Don't miss that. Tickets, of course, are available, and you can find out more information on funinjerusalem.com. That's life, everybody. A Shana Tova Mituka and a Gemar Chatima Tova. Bye, guys.
Les mecs 